0: Welcome to episode 20 of Cold Beer Hot Tapes. I'm Tim. I'm Kieran. And this week we're discussing, I guess, LA-based now. LA-based uh, singer-songwriter and, I don't know, just super talented person, uh, Jay Som, her new album. I, I believe it is a knocko, but, you know, my telgalog is terrible, so that could be off. But, hey, I'm trying. Um, see this is is her second or third album um
1: so uh melina duterte her name is not really json yes yeah, just to clarify <laughs> i think this is her third album um the first release since everybody works from about two years ago came out in 2017 um that was actually the first time i was exposed to her music when I went to go to some like you remember Northside Festival that they used to do in Williamsburg I think it's yeah. sin, since like the organization's like gone bankrupt or they don't do it anymore yeah. <laughs> um, but she did a show at Kamasi Washington at uh, at a McCarran Park like two years ago went to it um was mainly there for Kamasi oh it was Dirty Projectors Kamazi Washington JSOM, and I was like oh, I was there for the Dirty Projectors in Kamazi Washington but I got there early enough to catch her set and it was really good, and it was just around when Everybody Works came out, and that was like pretty critically acclaimed album. There's some really good stuff on there, like uh, Baby, uh, the Bus Song, Everybody Works, um, and it was a little bit more of a straightforward, a little more bedroom poppy, a little more indie rock. Um, I feel like I, I feel like, bad using those descriptors, yeah, but I get yeah, why it's accurate. Yeah, yeah, and like it had that kind of like. You know instrumentation you'd so expect from indie rock. You know a little like not very heavily distorted guitars. Um, you know and the bedroom pop like the songs are a little bit shorter, a little bit, um, you know, sort of soft, wispy vocals kind of thing. Yeah. But she showed a lot in that album. Like there's a lot of songs that were fun. Songs are a little more uh, introspective. Um, and when I saw her live, uh, it's her again that summer, uh, once I knew who she was, like, the Bowerly, Bowery Ballroom. And it was uh, – a- and you could see, like, her band when she was playing. And you heard a jam. They were, like, you know, really – Locked in. Yeah, they really locked in. There was, like, a really awesome musicality to what they were doing. And I feel like that is – they have since built on that yeah. a lot. And you see it a lot more on this album compared to Everyone Works – uh, or everybody works because anecdote anecto- or aneco an- a- and a- a- an- not co, but an- not co. Yeah. yeah, sorry my, uh, um, but um, yeah, no, this is a much different like like uh, compared to that project. There still is those bedroom pop, uh, elements like kind of that introspective, sort of hazy, not super ethereal, but just kind of like. Yes, sound and texture you expect, but the song structures here often like a lot of the guitar work does feel like kind of poppy. But these songs are like sort of long; they're kind of drawn out. They jam a little bit. It kind if of feels. You find like, the guitars
0: poppy? What? You find the guitars poppy?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh. When I when I say poppy, maybe not like in like your, the pop music sense, but poppy in the sense that they were all like very catchy. Like I found that a lot of the guitar riffs on this album, even like the smaller ones, uh, but usually the ones that like were the m- m- basis of a lot of the songs, really, really memorable. Like like I felt like they just
0: they click instantly. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I I've been mumbling just like t- little turns of phrases from the from the album all week. Just some of the more memorable riffs, like. And I feel like this album really hooked me in immediately because, um, was I already forget what, it, what the intro song is called. And it's, uh, uh, if, if you want, you want it. it, yeah. And it's bass line is really driving, immediately kind of gets your head nodding. There, there's that little chord progression she does where she's harmonizing with the chord progression. And then, like, as everything is building on itself, there's either we're not completely sure if it's a synth or just like an extra guitar that comes in for like the last 30 seconds. And just everything there works so well together that I was like, all right, I I know that I like this album within like the four minutes of that intro song. Yeah. And, and I was not let down. Yeah,
1: it kind of the album starts off really strong with the first few tracks. Uh, if you want it, Superbike, Peace Out, Devotion, Nighttime Drive. Like those first 5 songs are all really great. And I think you bring up an interesting point with the synth. Um she has a great knack for introducing like usually during the bridge of these songs, like towards the end of it, introducing like additional instrumentation like they usually usually kind of establish it like the songs usually start kind of establish. like all right guitar bass drums maybe keys or piano and then later in the song start throwing in some violins possibly since yeah. like there's just like always a constant layering of different instruments um that provides like a lot of it makes everything sound very just Lush
0: and and layered and and it's kind of dense but never busy. Yes, like it and, feels very intentional. And I I think one of the other like huge things I I I took away here is that, especially with all of the labels of like bedroom pop and dream pop prior to this, there is a bombast on this album that you would never expect from someone who's lumped into that vein. Where like a lot of it is loud and in Bombastic without being aggressive, but in a very approachable way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a lot of,
1: a lot of, like, just big building moments. Like, there's, it feels like a lot of these songs have a uh, real peak moment. Like, even, like, Nighttime Drive, which is one of, like, the arguably softer songs of the album, I honestly yeah. felt, reminds me deeply of, of Wilco uh, a lot like, just the way it's built sounds like a brighter, uh, a little more popular Wilco song. But even towards the end of it, like, it really, really builds. And then they really go in on the violin towards the end, have yeah. the violin solo that kind of re- uh, rehashes, like, the core melody of the song. And it's it's awesome. Like, and and it really managed to build intensity and, like, it builds an instrument, but... It, uh, it never strays too far from the melodies, which make these songs like really catchy. Yeah. Um. I. You know. It's. I have like I have the hard time. Like I always feel like when we talk about intensity, it's always like, oh, intensity, like loudness. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? I'm, but yeah. uh, I'm trying to find like the right term to describe it. But I. I know what you're saying. Like there is, that, building just like
0: it swells. Yeah. yeah. I, I think a lot of it too is. I think. Uh, She's very good at emphasizing when these moments happen by using silence at the right times. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I think it's on Devotion, that last minute, little break, like, and then, like, the big guitar comes back in to close out the song.
1: Yeah, the, that, like, is it the one that has, like, the, and it had, like, the humming yeah. Uh like l- lay- like vocals that were built in at the end there. Yeah, yeah that was a uh, that was really cool. There's there's even a lot of those moments on here, even like Superbike, that big, fuzzy, like the big, fuzzy guitar solo towards yeah. the end.
0: Yeah. And I, I really like just all over the place. There's I'm sorry, these, violin, solo, violin solo. Um, a little just dalliances with other like genres all over the place. Like there's that bit of like a country twang on on Superbike. It's Superbike, right? Uh, there's also on Get Well. Yeah, get Well, uh, get I well, I well at the end has,
1: well. like, a ton of... Uh, there is a... There's, like, a steel pedal guitar melody that just kind of floats over the entire track, and uh, it has a real, like... I know I mentioned it, willco before, but, like, kind of alt-country sound to it. Yeah. That, uh, and it sounds great, too. It's a great use of steel pedal guitar. Um, I feel like there's, like, always a constant, like so many of these songs have an instrument that will never be used on any of the other songs on the album. And that is powerful. Yeah. Like there's, there's like consistently guitar based keys, like the core of the band, but then they're not hesitant to be like, all right, we're going to have like, you know, a drum machine on this song and then introducing some like different percussion
0: and you'll never see it again, but it
1: never feels like out of place.
0: Yeah. Like it's even more amazing because the whole thing still feels super cohesive despite, you know sometimes uh, songs taking elements that wouldn't belong in the other songs and just kind of charting their own path of them like and actually uh since you you mentioned drum machines um you know just looking at some of her press runs she was doing for the the record, and I think one of the bigger things that she's taken into this other than like like you mentioned just being more in sync with her band and having. You know, some other people like perform drums and do backup vocals, which I think was new for a lot of her work. Mm-hmm. But um they mentioned that like, you know she's at that stage now where I'm sure she could be recording in like acclaimed studios, but still does most of her recording at home. But like, no, she's probably one of the more resourceful musicians working right now and proceeds to recount um a friend that she's been co-producing for. Leaving her her uh, laptop and just like oh let me just copy this vintage drum machine uh, drum machine sounds folder and then basically reva- reverse engineered herself a uh, like a drum machine um, styled after one of those like eighty synths yeah, yeah. and it uses it sporadically over the whole album and I think tenderness is the best example of like all right like let let me like throw the rule book away for a bit and you have this really gentle uh, intro with the boom. Boop, pow, pow. Boom Yeah. And then switches, the like beat drops, the real drums come in, and it has this like warm, steely Danny actually uh most reminds me of is um Horse with No Name. Oh really? Yeah. It it has that kind of like swing and kinda just like low it's low key, but also it's not like really lyrically dumb like, <laughs> like yeah. Horse with No Name is. But yeah, she's just she's really good at just like, you know, emphasizing elements, but is working in just the groove.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I think that's what you know, and and you think about you talk about tenderness specifically like that opening verse with like that very basic drum machine at the beginning um with like those very soft like semi ethereal vocals over just like a very like what's like they have like a slight guitar melody in the background yeah. it's a very simple before like the song really launches into the rest of it but like that's what's interesting about that t- too is like yeah she has an, like and a lot of these songs groove really well like nighttime drive uh in particular or like Superbike. like they she finds like great pockets of just guitar riffs and that kind of lead the way in terms of the melody. And then the rhythm section just like really tightens things up. Um, I, I do feel like that, like the bedroom pop element here kind of comes into play with songs like tenderness though, because, and it's, you can see where her roots are. Cause she like that opening of tenderness with the basic drum machine um, really sounds like, a textbook like bedroom pop song at first and then it goes into something with so much more depth and it's interesting how she like pulls pieces from her previous work and kind of like it feels like a bit of a puzzle where as you mentioned there's so many like different pieces of different genres here and here's one of those moments that like it sounds like a bedroom pop song and it goes into something that has like a steely Dan groove to it which is
0: really fucking cool yeah yeah and i i think she's really emphasized that like just from whatever she was listening to that her parents played in the house, there, there is always an element of like funk and groove to what she grew up on. And I think, you know, because she's really constantly touring, isn't she? So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, getting in a, a better lockstep with the band and, and including them in more of the um, recording, it's like, okay, cool. She feels confident enough to bring that back to the recorded work instead of just, you know, uh riffing on existing songs with the band on stage and more incorporating all of that into it throughout the recording of this record
1: and it has and it has that feel like it feel like the band itself from what you hear on this record sounds just like these songs like aren't uh like they're a lot of them are built on like like a lot of grooves yeah and like very i don't want to say intricate uh rhythm sections but like there does feel like a Comple- like a degree of complexity to what they're doing like there's very few points in this album where i'm like oh that sounds like just the, like what the fuck ever drum you know drum pattern or like uh or bass lines like everything doesn't it feels like slightly off kilter and it's it often feels so locked in which is what makes this really impressive because it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like like you know jam band by the numbers. Like yeah. it's it's like a band that is building around like really interesting rhythms, um, like rhythm section ideas, and and making them work very well. And but they sound so locked into that.
0: Yeah, and it, and you actually like we're kind of building on that. It's like subverting expectations here of. Like, all right. Constantly. Like, okay, this could just be a by-the-numbers, bedroom poppy, dream poppy thing, or it could be a by-the-numbers, like, okay, this jam band's good, but I feel like she really took the essences of both and made them greater than the sum of their parts because I I feel like it took a really deft hand, and a lot of it is that, like, this whole album is meticulously arranged. So I I really am just kind of in awe of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I, I think it's probably...
1: It's it's weird considering like this this album seems to it synthesizes so much from so many different places like it's like one of the few albums I'm like oh it sounds like bedroom pop and then next second I'm like this sounds like fucking Wilco like but not quite it does not feel like a just ripping the page out like yeah. it's just taking some of the ideas like but it's it synthesizes into a way that's so original that it never feels like it's. Uh, it obviously owes a debt to those sounds and ideas, but not at all like copying them or you know it's not too derivative. It's derivative, like
0: it's influenced by like, things without being derivative. Yeah,
1: it. yeah, it's a yeah. It's great way of putting it. Yeah, um, which is impressive because you know I felt like when I was when I was in the lead up to this album, she was doing like a press run, um, and there was that like one Pitchfork video where she's like, "What's a song that you?" um wish you wrote her or... wish you wrote yeah yeah and uh, she she named um wilco's impossible germany which is a wonderful song if you have 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 or not have or have not heard it i recommend listening to it it is like a, a great song but um it's off their album sky blue sky and i went i went back and listened to that after she mentioned it. i was like oh, i haven't heard that album in a while i was like this would be cool to revisit it and it was fun because I was like listening to it with the thought in mind that like this was something she was aware of or clearly has influenced her, and I could see pieces of it like a lot in in this album, but never in a way that feels derivative. Like yeah. it just pulls some of the ideas, but it moves them into something different. Like it does not like there's such an emphasis on like groove and like really good rhythm sections here. Like some of the bass lines, uh, m- maybe not overtake the song, but some of them are like borderline funky. And and like has that like haziness you might expect to like seventies funk jam band kind of kind of feel, um, but also works in elements of alt country. Like I, I don't know, there's like there's so many things at play here of like what I recognize, but I can't quite you know, you can't trace the line cleanly. And they're using a lot of these ideas in ways that I'd have never, would like, I, i never thought this could happen. <laughs> yeah. You no, I,
0: I, I'm just really just impressed like all around and seeing, um, she's like, yeah, I, I wrote a lot of this in Joshua tree because I got distracted in LA and just like, you know, took everything with like my drum kit and went out to Joshua tree or Airbnb for a week and like did a lot of writing. And, I feel like you can kind of feel it because, as a whole, the album feels very. It feels like it has a lot of peaceful solitude in it, yeah. Which I think is even funnier because, like, there's a definitely a band presence on it, you know. Mm -hmm. But it really just feels like good solitude, and you know, I'm sure Joshua Tree being a desert and everything kind of contributed to that but i i really just like that you can you can even get that from from listening to this i want to sit outside and listen to this like
1: and and i i think one thing the project also like you could tell it was all written at a similar time because the pacing of this album is kind of perfect dude (laughs) of (laughs) Of
0: course we're gonna go back to nine songs 35 minutes does not overstay its welcome at all. But,
1: like, I think this might be the one project this year next to this the spelling one we talked about earlier this year where, like, every song flows into one another so well that, like, this is a project you could listen to in one sitting. And it feels like a wonderfully pleasant journey that, like, you could tie the thread through, like, from beginning to end. Like, there's, like, a clear line drawn. Not in a way that's boring, but, like, it just feels like such a cohesive piece of music where like the instrumentation it feels like they sat down and recorded this in like a week yeah and it happened to be perfect and it was engineered in such a way that like the sounds (laughs) all go so well together and like none of the songs feel like really separate from one another like it feels like one big block of an idea cut up into smaller ideas within that and that's super fucking great like yeah. i i haven't felt like that listening to a project in a while like it doesn't feel like they were really trying to like reinvent the wheel like it feels like everything was cut from like a very similar set of ideas or like not the source material but like how, what they were based on, so off of like conceptually feels translated into something that was very cohesive
0: yes no definitely i I I, yeah I, I mean I feel like i'm running out of ways to to emphasize how much I've enjoyed this album, yeah <laughs> but yeah like it it's very fucking good, <laughs>
1: um that being said, what are your
0: favorite songs off this one um if you want it, devotion and tenderness what uh what about those three i mean, like specifically um well one if you want it is. I think that personally I think it's one of the strongest openers for an album this year. Oh yeah,
1: it's it's it, it hooks you in real quick. Yeah, it
0: really hooks you in. I think it's meticulously arranged and everything was done super deliberately. I like the little vocal run she does in it. I like that loud synth guitar we're not quite sure which one it is that bookends the song and uh I just I just love that song. And then Devotion has, you know, these really
1: I love the vocal effects in the song. The layering I, with the humming melody and yeah, everything—it's yeah. so great. I,
0: I want to say that like the guitar sounds kind of like wet. Uh, you know what I mean? But like the guitars are very, just like clean. You know? yeah, they're,
1: they're they're clean. But like I like how they're used. Like the there's like the main riff that's a little more so, like free flowing and solo, but the rhythm section for the guitar has like this very staccato, almost like yeah. finger pick sound, which is yeah. And like tonally, they don't sound that different, but yeah. they're they are used very differently.
0: Yeah, like I, it's like all the guitar work on Devotion, and it, like like I said earlier, that little emphasis on that that bridge. Toward the end, that then the guitar comes back in and just really like closes out the song beautifully, and then uh, of course tenderness. I, I I really just love when drums are deliberately going from programmed to live so seamlessly. Yeah, in song. and yeah. and that song in particular. And yeah, I, I mean um, again, t- better than pop
1: pump fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: that's skilled. With yeah, AI, but. Um, <laughs> but yeah like, you know, these three are like the big standouts for me but again yeah, the album is short enough and everything here is a baseline level of, like a seven at the worst so like i'm always willing to just listen to the whole thing anyway yeah um like honestly i started listening to it
1: and then i'm like i'll get i'll, I'll maybe just listen to a few songs and i like end up listening to the whole thing on my yeah commute. um yeah for me Superbike was great i love the uh opening riff on the guitars there the the, mel- the, like, the melody of the song is great. The central guitar riff is, like, very bright and kind of cuts through... Like, it cuts through a lot of it. Like, some of the guitar riffs tend to be, like, sort of finger-picked, and they're kind of, like, fuzzy, hazy. Um, almost, like, shoegazy element yeah. to it, but also, like, still very bright and energetic. Um, it's kind of, like... She manages to do that, like, kind of s- sounds that, like, you feel like they may not work that well together on paper, but she really makes, like, kind of... C- competing or very different ideas work well together. And this one, it's like, oh, you have very hazy kind of guitars that are really kind of like adding a layer of texture, and then having something that like a guitar riff that cuts through it is really cool. Um, I loved it, and yeah, I f- and and I really liked uh, Devotion as well. That 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 one is yeah. fucking great. And uh, Nighttime Drive, um, the shoplifting like to- at the, the Whole Foods, foods line is fucking hilarious big mood it's just like it's also like delivered like very like casually but like blissfully you know what i mean it's just like shoplifting at the whole foods it's great yeah um and the the melody of that song is wonderful i like the more acoustic driven guitar uh work there and also like the piano that they introduced in there like um that was to me wilco as fuck but like in a great way and i love they just that was one of those songs and one of those moments that we talked about earlier was, like, you just introdu- – Like, they the main song starts off, like, acoustic guitar, drums, bass, check, check, check. And then, like, a little bit later in the song, they start to, like, introduce piano. And then when it gets to the final bridge of the song, it's, like, full-on fucking piano. Yeah. And it's great. Um, I, honestly, I think the surprise instrumentation, like – or not surprised, but just that like constant introduction of new elements of like instrumentation. This album is so fucking good. It is hard to like, un- yeah, yeah, yeah. like I can't overstate that enough. Like it's really, really great. Like I, I think it's the first album this year that like manages to that that we've talked about here that like manages to introduce new instrumentation just like seamlessly and yeah. so well. It's great um but yeah definitely devotion Superbike, and nighttime driver my top three i also really love get well, get well with those yeah, like well big country steel pedal guitars yeah. you know sound which which was dope yeah all all around like
0: this is a hot tape <laughs> this is extremely hot tape uh this
1: is like probably the best one we've talked about in the back half of the year I yeah
0: think. yeah like, and and i it's funny as you know uh, talking about it a little bit um I'm seeing a lot of the things that I liked a lot about Spellings' album. We talked about earlier this year. That has also been one, one of my favorites of the year. I see a lot of overlapping ideas, and funny enough, they're both women of color from the Bay Area. So, like, I, hey, the Bay Area is undefeated
1: thus far on this
0: podcast yeah, this year. Really, really killing it. Even yeah. Kalani's album. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um,
1: I think we think we're, we're we're latching onto a theme here, you yeah, know, no, which is keep, good. Keep on killing it. Yeah. <laughs> keep looking at the bay area for music at this point honestly also like hello yellow we're like yeah, yeah just to yeah. Get, get into this more yeah. um also Tori moi okay, we we're, we're, we're okay we might yeah we I'm... might also be doing this unconsciously but it's happening yeah <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, um, we're just I, like inadvertently standing Oakland as two tri-state areas. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's hey. You know, you gotta you gotta move on somewhere. Um, any any other final thoughts here?
1: Um, this yeah, this is a must listen. Uh, I can't see everyone I have talked to that's listened to this album thus far. Uh, I don't think anyone's had anything bad to say about it. Most people are like, yeah, this is fucking great. And especially people who really grew, like like people if you really have listened to a lot of like indie rock. Or like softer rock from the past, like ten, fifteen years. If you're familiar with a lot of those elements, like uh, you're gonna find so much to like here.
0: Yeah, um, certainly. And I, like, I really knew immediately. Like, I cannot wait to go see this this album performed live. So I, I really can't wait to see her in a few weeks because I feel like we're gonna be in for a treat. Yep, I've seen her.
1: It's gonna be my third time seeing her. Um, I'm a fan. This is this is this is a and honestly if you get a chance to go see her live if you can uh go fucking do it it's yeah. it's a good time she's
0: on she's on tour right now huge tour i i can't recommend it enough yep um yeah, actually, funny enough, because um, I you didn't know, the Wikipedia up for tracklist, um, I think it got like marginally worse reviews than the last record, which I find a little strange. Because yeah, I feel like it's much better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, that's why we have opinions. over so here. But uh, it's episode 20, J-Sobs, excellent Anako. I'm Tim. I'm Kieran. Thanks for listening.